Welcome back to the Life in the Desert podcast. This is Kelly, your host. Here we are with another episode which features a brand new small business for episode number 15. Leslie Sykes joined me to share all about her company that sells dried beans that are directly sourced from farms. Listen to hear all about these fabulous bean varieties offered by Primary Beans, and also what makes her company different from others in the bean industry. Well, I want to take a moment and welcome our next guest, Leslie Sykes. She is here to talk to us all about beans and her new company, Primary Beans, and I'm thrilled to have her as a guest. So um, thank you for being here, Leslie. Hi, Kelly. I'm so happy to be here, and I love what you're doing with Life in the Desert. Uh, you know, just being from the desert myself, it's just so fun to see everything you're putting out there and introducing people to, you know, desert culture. And yeah, I'm so, so glad to be here. Well, thank you so much for that. I I love it when people love the desert. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as I mentioned before, you have an amazing company that you just launched, and I would love for you to tell us all about Primary Beans. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much. Primary Beans is a direct-to-consumer online company that I just launched a couple of weeks ago, so it's brand new. This is actually my first podcast um, kind of explaining Primary Beans, so really excited about that. Um, we Primary Beans has a broader mission of inspiring home cooks with thoughtful pantry staples that are aligned with their lifestyle, so you know, mindful living goals and things like that. And for us, this really starts with beans. I personally feel like they're a no-brainer when it comes to health and supporting responsible growing practices and climate-conscious farming. That is wonderful. And how did you decide, like, to focus on beans and launch, then just turn it into an entire business of primary beans? Mm-hmm. Um, well, that is a long story that I'll try to make brief. <laughs> Um, I am obsessed with beans. I've always been a huge fan of beans, um, first and foremost, because they're delicious. I grew up on, as you know, on the border in Nogales, Arizona, and um, beans are a staple in that area. Um, Sonora, Mexico is known for its pinto beans. So, you know, refried pinto beans and bean burritos were basically one of the main things I ate. My mom would pack them in my lunchbox. Any restaurant I would go to, I would order them, even if it was off menu. And um, when I was in my 20s, I started getting really into traveling. Um, and I just love seeing how like different cultures do beans. And it really made me feel like Americans were underappreciating the one food that I feel is economical and very delicious and healthy and good for the environment. That is incredible. I mean, I love beans. <laughs> and, you know, like you, I live in a border town and beans are on just about, you know, every menu that you see, you know, in restaurants here as well. But I love that you've taken it like to a whole nother level and you're really educating people as well. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think for me, it also has to do with accessibility. Like if you go to a mainstream grocery store, you know, you see varieties like navy beans, kidney, black beans, pinto. But I mean, the truth is there's thousands of bean varieties grown all over the world. Many of them are actually native to our neighbor, Mexico. And, you know, taking grocery store beans as an example, there's like no indication of when these beans were harvested. And 
we've I've found just by cooking a lot of beans that beans are best within two years of harvest. And people need to know when beans are harvested so they can anticipate how long to cook them and what to expect. And, you know, just going to places like Italy and even just reading about how beans are done in Italy, it's like dry beans are sold until they sell out. And then people wait until the next harvest for more beans. And so it's just like basic seasonality principles that I feel like we're not fully applying to something like a dried bean. That is so interesting. And I, I mean, I'm learning a lot because I had no idea, you know, that a bean would be best, you know, to consume within two years of harvest. I mean, that's wonderful though, information for us to know. And you're right. We don't, as consumers, we don't know for most bean varieties when we're buying them at the store when they were harvested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, you know, one, I think one thing that I'm trying to solve or one problem that I'm trying to solve is bringing back seasonality to dried beans. Um, And then I think the other thing that I asked myself was like, we as Americans, I feel like we make a big fuss over cooking beans. It's like soaking them overnight and like having to nurture them on the stovetop. And, you know, I was like thinking, okay, so so many different cultures, countries use beans regularly. It's not like any of those people are any less busy than us. And so, you know, I just started cooking my own beans and realizing like, once you get the hang of it, they're actually one of the easiest, most delicious things you can make especially if you have an electric pressure cooker. Do you have one? Okay. So I'm like the last person in the world <laughs> who doesn't own one. And I keep like thinking, oh, I really need one. And then with the launch of your business, it's like really re like ignited that interest of purchasing one because you really can do so many things with them. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, if I can have beans in like a short amount of time, that's super appealing to me because like you mentioned, we're totally that family. That's like, okay, if we're going to have beans tomorrow night, we need to start soaking them. The night before. <laughs> like, we totally plan it. So I, it, I think that we would be, you know, an example of someone who would really benefit from the pressure cooker, from, you know, being able to probably consume beans more often because it'd be easy. Totally. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with stovetop cooking. I think some days, like on a Sunday, you know, I want like a low and slow, just, you know, heat up the house kind of situation. But I mean, like I, I, I would say at least two, three times a week, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, what am I going to make for dinner? I have these dried beans. And literally all you do is you don't need to soak them as long as you have, you know, good, beans that you where you know where this the sort what the source is you season them with salt add some maybe good olive oil and aromatics and you literally dinner is literally ready in 40 minutes and the thing that i love about like the newer electric pressure cookers like the instant pot is that you can use the saute function to simmer which like at the very end you know you can do to concentrate the broth so that it's even more rich and delicious so yeah to me it's just it's a game changer for weeknight bean eating for sure Oh, I love your tips. And I think you've convinced me to make this an instant pot. (laughs) I'll keep you updated on how my bean cooking goes. (laughs) Yes, please. So I would love to hear like about your background because this is a unique business to go into. And so if you can give us a little bit of information about your work history and your education, that would be awesome. Sure. Well, As you know, uh, because it's how we met, I have a fresh (laughs) produce background. Um, My dad and grandfather have their own produce businesses. So I grew up around fresh produce. I grew up around, you know, entrepreneurship and small business and fresh produce was all I really knew as a kid. I always thought 
logistics and warehousing and working with farms re- was really cool, which I'm sure you can relate to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I love the family businesses. I love the history. I just think it's fabulous. And I love that we both have had that opportunity. Absolutely. Yes. So, you know, just being around food and fresh produce as an undergraduate, I studied nutrition at the University of Arizona. And um, I thought I was going to be a dietitian and then realized I did not want to work in hospital or do anything related to dietetics. So (laughs) after college, I moved to San Francisco and I became obsessed with the food culture in San Francisco. Farmer's markets, fine dining, not that I had any money for fine dining, but, um, you know, just seasonal produce. I just loved everything. I actually worked at a kitchen store at the Ferry Building in San Francisco And um, I also worked for a farm that had a CSA program. Um, You know, I volunteered at Alice Waters Edible School Garden in Berkeley. And just, you know, I was just really around like chefs and farmers. And I knew at that point that I wanted to create a path that would allow me to work with farmers in some capacity. And um, I ended up pursuing a graduate degree in Boston at Tufts University called Agriculture, Food and the Environment. And um, moving to Boston was a big move for me, but I absolutely loved living on the East Coast. I was terrified of the winters at first, but they ended up being okay as long as, uh, you know, I had the proper um, jackets and things like that. Um, I ended up staying in Boston for seven years. And um, after I graduated from grad school, which was two years, I worked at a really awesome nonprofit called Red Tomato. Um, Red Tomato works with a network of farms all over New England and helps create sales and marketing opportunities for these farms. So I was supply chain manager there. So I was purchasing product and then aggregating it. And then through marketing and logistics support, we would sell the product to uh, grocery stores. I love the like all of the unique work experience so that you've had that led you to Primary Beans. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I really do deep down feel like primary beans is like a culmination of like all my experience in agriculture, my experience sourcing agricultural products, my marketing experience, um, you know, to just develop this direct to consumer brand that offers customers something that I really love um, and products that are straight from the farm. So just really excited to, you know, be here talking about it and to finally say that I can, I, I have launched primary beans. That is something to be so proud of. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. So tell me about your product that you offer. Sure. Uh, So Primary Beans is launched with a very colorful lineup of dried beans sourced direct from farms. And we specifically source the beans uh, with a criteria. and And we source them for flavor, nutrition, and positive impact. My team and I ate many, many beans to come up with a lineup that we felt great about. And I really feel like our varieties offer a balance of beans that are, you know, mild and nutty and perfect for soaking up rich flavors to beans that are more bold and robust and perfect on their own, you know, or, or in dishes too. And, you know, as you had said before, like, you know, when consumers at the grocery store, there's a lot of beans to choose from. So what makes your brand unique? Well, as I said, you know, many of the varieties that we offer aren't necessarily available at a mainstream grocery store. And the main thing that I think I'm really proud of with this product and what I think makes them unique is the fact that we're working directly with farmers and figuring out varieties that are well-suited 
for those particular growing conditions. And the fact that we include this harvest information on every bag, which no one really seems to be doing. And my hope is by doing this, people will feel more connected to the source of their food. And, um, you know, with this information, you can also keep track of when your beans are harvested so you can keep those beans rotating in your pantry. Oh, I love that. That is a really, I mean, that's a really cool feature that you guys are offering. Thank you. And so um, we obviously know that there's you behind Primary Beans, but who else is on your team? I'm glad you asked. Uh, We're a small but mighty team and we all wear many hats as, you know, anyone that is involved in a small business knows. Uh, My sister Renee is responsible for all things creative and I think she did a fabulous job bringing our overall, overall vision to life. My partner Dylan, who has a tech background, has been tremendously helpful in setting up the website and doing all of the complicated backend stuff that I didn't want to deal with. (laughs) And uh, we also work with a very talented team of women who support more of like the brand visuals and the copy. Wonderful. Well, you guys make a dynamic team because I am loving all of your branding. I'm loving, you know, your marketing. Everything is so on point. Your website is so easy to navigate and you guys really hit it out of the park. Oh, thank you, Kelly. That's really sweet. (laughs) And um, so tell us, you know, what is next for Primary Beans? Yeah. uh, Well, as I mentioned, we're on a mission to, you know, elevate the humble bean and inspire home cooks with pantry staples that are aligned with their lifestyle. For me, you know, this starts with beans and that'll continue to be our main focus. We have some partnerships in the works with some other brands. I won't say specifically, just so it'll be a surprise in January. Um, And yeah, we'll continue to focus on approachable bean recipes and accessibility and just to make the experience of getting your hands on beans fun and easy. And I do want to just do a little shout out that your website is so full of recipes and it really makes like if people are overwhelmed with cooking beans just head on over to your website because it makes it um I just feel like easy and delicious I mean just looking at the pictures of the food makes you want to get in the kitchen and cook (laughs) awesome thank you yeah and our our cooking guide on our website has been really popular. We've gotten really great feedback on that. We have some really fun illustrations that kind of walk you through step-by-step how to make the perfect pot of beans. So definitely check that out too. I love that. Um, So what we're going to do now, this is one of my favorite segments of all the podcasts is we get to learn a little bit more about you on a deeper level um with some quick fire questions so (laughs) you'll be great so I just have a few questions and um you can just respond with the first answer that comes to mind okay all right what is a destination that's left on your bucket list chili oh very nice I want to go there too all right um what are the best tacos that you've ever had So tacos that my partner Dylan made with some leftover lamb and then he put a yogurt sauce on them and they were the best things ever. I still talk about them years later. But that is awesome and great that, you know, he can make them again for you. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) What is a long-term goal for primary beans? Ooh, um, long-term goal is to have our 
colorful packaged beans in every pantry in every state. Oh, I love that. And you guys are going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> what is a show that you enjoy watching? Park, Parks and Rec. Park, very entertaining for sure. All right. And um, when are you the most inspired? When I'm traveling. Yes. And I know you're like quite the traveler. So I can, I love that you make sure that you really fit that in your schedule. <laughs> I so try. I, it's challenging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And how about your favorite board game? Backgammon. Oh, I've never played that. Do you recommend it? Yeah. I mean, it's simple, but it's something I grew up playing and I don't know. I always enjoy it. No, that is awesome. I see you survived. You did it. You answered the rapid fire questions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I love that we have learned so much about primary beans and can you let us know like how we can follow the company, check out the website and how to order? Yes, definitely. We're on Facebook and Instagram and our handle is primary beans. And then you can go to our website at primarybeans.com. I love that. And I know I have been able to order beans and they've already made it to my house. So that's super exciting. And so like how often, I mean, I see that you guys have beans that are going to be released, like, you know, once they're harvested and everything like that. So like, will you guys continue with those same varieties or just kind of depends on what's being harvested and that could change? Yeah. Great question. So we, as I said, you know, we kind of selected these beans to kind of be our initial lineup of beans and um, and they're available based on the season. So the beans that are available on our website now are coming from certain states in the U.S. and they've, you know, that's, they're harvested and they're available based on that season. And then the um, beans from Mexico, which is the majority of our lineup, they are um, still, they have yet to be harvested. The season's a little bit late this year due to to some growing challenges. So those, we expect to ship those in January and you can go ahead and pre-order them on our website if you want to. Oh, that's great. And one other thing that I found on your website that I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about is how you can buy, like, I believe it's a three pack of beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we do have sets that we're really excited about. We have the Italian set available now, um, and that is, includes three varieties. And then we have a set that's coming soon based on the varieties that will, will be available starting in January called a not, a not a Pinto set. And it's three mm-hmm. varieties that we feel like rival the Pinto bean and um, make delicious frijoles de la olla. And um and not that there's anything wrong with a pinto, but we pinto is the most widely consumed bean. So we took a stance and decided not to offer it. So we have a not a pinto set. And then we actually have an all the bean set where you can buy all 10 varieties as well. Oh, well, that's awesome. And I love like this is such a great gift for someone as well. Like any time of year, I feel like people are spending more time cooking and trying new things. And so I highly recommend this. Yeah. Anyone looking for a gift, especially if like someone's kind of hard to shop for, um, send them some beans. Totally. And if you have a really picky relative, we have gift cards available so they can choose their own beans. Oh, great. Great (laughs) idea. You guys have thought of everything. (laughs) 
Well, Leslie, thank you so much for your time. And I just want to remind everyone to check the links in the show notes. Um, so you can directly um, be linked to find out more about the beans and make sure to follow along Primary Beans on social media so you can see what's in store. Great. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode number 15. I clearly enjoy eating beans and I'm thrilled for Leslie and the launch of her company, Primary Beans. Check out the show notes for links to learn more about the company at www.lifeinthedesert.net forward slash podcast. You'll be happy to know I am now a proud owner of an Instant Pot (laughs) and it sure makes cooking beans so much easier. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and rate the Life in the Desert podcast. I'll be back next week with another interview from the desert. Enjoy your week.